We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The baseball game is over. It's time for the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show with Tim Allen on The Fan. Yeah, as you guys know, it's a final for the Milwaukee Brewers as they fall 8-3 in game one of this two-game set. You also know 103-94. That's ringing really loud in these parts, and the the Bucks fall uh, to the Miami Heat, and uh, their season is now over. It's a final from the bubble, and uh, just disappointment all the way around here. And as I was talking to Sparky a little while ago, uh, there's been a worse day Worst days in uh, Milwaukee sports and, and the state of Wisconsin sports. So this this isn't a big one. This is a, a bigger one. And this isn't the, isn't the big one or uh, near the top. Maybe it ranks in maybe in the t- in the top. I don't know nine or ten. But th- this is a tough one. Uh, interesting to note that um, you know the Milwaukee Bucks have been one of the better teams in all of basketball the last couple of years. And and I know the bar is higher. I know the bar is higher, especially the uh, much uh, like we talk about with Aaron Rodgers. The clock is ticking. Clock is ticking on Giannis as well uh, to get things done. But sooner or later, you're going to push through. And and I don't know if a coaching change is is necessary. This is just me talking about the Bucks. I, I don't think that Budenholzer should be out. I think they've been one of the better teams in the NBA the last couple of years, and sooner or later, you go right back into it. Give them, give them one more shot into the postseason next year. Yeah, you might want to make some changes, a few uh, you know, adjustments on the periphery, but uh, I, I wouldn't lose all hope. That I mean, you start you start making wholesale changes like that. I, I think you're asking for trouble. But just my thoughts. You want to jump in here on either Brewers or Bucks, getting the final word on the Bucks season. You're more than welcome at four one four seven nine nine twelve fifty. As uh, both teams lose tonight, we go back into our game recap, and I, I do want to say this: uh, there was one little bright spot in this Brewers game. And that was, uh, well, there might be a couple, but uh, one of the bright spots is is a scoreless inning for Corey Knable. So we'll, we'll do what Craig Council does and focus on the positive here. These offensive situations are going to drive you crazy here. I know you guys are watching the Bucks game, following the Bucks, but let me walk you through in my game recap here of how the offense, I didn't think it could get any worse. Until they scored the three runs in the ninth inning tonight, they had scored just four runs in their last 26 innings. 
I don't believe Sam Schmitz is here as well. Sam, D, I don't recall them in, a, in an offensive drought where it's four runs in, in almost three games, one inning shy of three games. That hasn't happened yet this year, right? No, I think you got to dig back to last year to try to find okay. a slump like that. Okay, so I did, you know, last Friday when they beat Cleveland in game one, um, you, you didn't think the offense could be any worse than it had been through stretches earlier this year. Oh, but they proved you wrong. They proved me wrong because they got a whole hell of a lot worse. They scored three runs on Saturday in game two against the Indians. They score one run in game three against the Indians to lose the series. Then they go the first eight innings scoreless here tonight. And to sit back and wait for the for the big hit, I just don't think I just don't think that's the way to go. Now we're we're two thirds of the season uh, through the season here now officially, forty games in an eighteen and twenty two mark, but yet still in a playoff chase. They are. We'll talk about that coming up in just a little bit. First inning, a leadoff double by Gamble on an O two pitch. A beautiful at bat, beautiful swing going the other way on an outside pitch. Finds the gap, leadoff double. Keston Hira, a ground out. Here we go again. I don't want to get on Keston too much. Um, but this whole manufacturing runs, just that just doesn't compute for this Brewer squad. It does for other teams. It just doesn't here. You want to hit the ball to the right side of the diamond. Well, he didn't. He got the runner over. I'll give him that. But his ground ball to the shortstop. Okay. Yelly then walks. It's now first and third with one out. Brewer's cooking. Get something going. Play from the lead. Come on now. Then Yelich is thrown out trying to steal. <laughs> I mean, uh, all right. If you're going to try something funky there, go with a hit and run. How about this? The element of surprise. Your four hitter, Jed Jerko, just drop down. Just drop one down right there and grab a run. Get the lead. Because what you're doing ain't working. Uh, not happening. Two outs now. Runner at third. And then Jerko grounds out. That inning's over. Hauser, one, two, three in the bottom half. Couple of punch outs in that inning. To the second inning we go. Uh, both teams, three up, three down. Hauser, looking good here. Uh, as we head into the third inning, Brewers back in business offensively. Lead off walk to Narvaez. Then Urias with a base hit. First and second, nobody out. You remember in the first inning, it's first and third with one out. They couldn't get a run. This is first and second with nobody out. Gamble hits into a double play, a weird double play, a one-five-three. That's a little nerdy. That's a little scoring thing, but it, it's a it's a comebacker to the mound. It's thrown to third. It's going to first. Uh, Keston strikes out. Then now we inventory again. First and third, one out, no runs. Third inning, first and second, no outs, no runs, no score. Bottom of the third inning, Hauser gives up his first hit, a two-out triple, uh, and then a battle ensued against. Reyes, and that's where the turning point was. It was a 10-pitch at bat. Hauser got out of the inning, but he would pay for that. Worked his pitch count up. He was in great shape through two, 11 pitches, 16 pitches uh, in each of those first two innings, but that 10-pitch at bat turning point brought to you by Great Lakes Dragway. Check out all the track rental and event details at greatlakesdragway.com, the legendary Great Lakes Dragway. Does get his fifth strikeout. Five strikeouts, no runs through three. But again, he 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 he's going to pay the price here on that. 
Uh, Reyes at bat. Brewers in the fourth. Leadoff walk by Yelich. Leadoff man on three of the four innings. But then another double play. And the Brewers off the board. Tigers get to Hauser in the fourth inning. Bottom half. Infamous two out. RBI base hit. One zip to the fifth inning. Brewers leadoff man on again in the fifth inning. A walk to Garcia. Quickly erased on a double play again. Third double play. No runs. Four of the five innings. The leadoff man on for this Brewers offense. Three double plays. One zip. Bottom of the fifth inning. Then all hell breaks loose in the bottom of the fifth inning. What is it, Sam Schmitz? I don't mean to put you on the spot. What is it this year with the fifth inning with this Brewers baseball team? (laughs) I don't know, man, because it's it's usually a prime spot. We saw it on Sunday where you can drive that opposing pitcher's pitch count up and really maybe change the ball game by forcing the other team to go to the bullpen early. But I don't know. The third time through the order, you'd think it's easier for these guys, but it's just not clicking. I don't know if it's the lineup. I don't know if it's certain players and situations, but I, I, something needs to change. <laughs> it's just bad luck because it was a mess for the Brewers. Uh Tigers bat around scoring 5 runs on 5 hits with a walk. They run Hauser 4 and 2 thirds, 5 earnings given up by Hauser. Suter roughed up for a run as well. 6 zip into the 6th and the Brewers right in order in the 6th inning, nothing doing. Fire eyes in a scoreless bottom of the 6th to the 7th is 6 zip. Brewers cooking again in the 7th inning. Yelich a leadoff base hit. Jericho then with a base hit. Now we're first and second again. Nobody out. Strike out to Vogelbach. Strike out to Avasail Garcia. And you guessed it. A strike out to Arcia. I'm losing my mind on this situational hitting for the Brewers every single time they get the table set. What the hell is going on here? I don't think Craig Council has the answers, I'll tell you that, because I don't think anyone has the answers to this. I can, I can give you some ideas of what to do, but I don't have the answers to why. Fireheisen uh, gets in on the fun, two-run shot. Uh, Rasmussen is called upon to get him out of that seventh inning. It's eight zip to the eighth, one, two, three for the Brewers into the bottom of the eighth. Great spot right there. I like this one right here. Corey Knavel comes off the IL, and again, working through his Tommy John. This is going to come in handy either later this year or certainly next year. For Corey Knavel, uh, I, I, for lack of another person here, I got to give him the Chevy MVB. The Chevy MVB brought to you by Chevy. Check out the new 2020 Chevy Silverado at your local Chevy dealers or at WisconsinDriveChevy.com. And into the ninth inning where the Brewers give them a finish, boys. They break the shutout. Keston with a double. One out later, Jed Jerko with this RBI base hit. Jericho into left field. It falls in for a base hit, and the Brewers are able to finally get on the board after knocking on the door. That's the snare, another outing where he's giving up hits. Virtually unhittable early on, but the last couple of appearances, it's been a rough go for him. Jed Jerko now with a couple of hits tonight. There you go. You're not getting shut out in tonight's ball game after a base hit by Vogelbach. How about uh, he scored one? You might as well score two off the bat of Avasail Garcia. How about a long ball here? It's been since August 19th. This one hit well. This will get into left field a base hit. Another run coming home for Milwaukee. Vogelbach stops at second base. So the Brewers get their second run here. 
Three, three straight hits with a man in scoring position. It may be a little bit too little too late. He'll slider up off the end of the bat, able to dump it into center. Second run in for the Brewers in the ninth. Well, maybe this will kind of get things going for tomorrow's game. Yeah, so it's 8-2 at that point. Omar Narvaez, how about make it 8-3? This one into center field falls in for a base hit. And another run coming home for Milwaukee here in the ninth inning. It's an 8-3 to three game. Brewers really putting some good at-bats on Cisnero tonight. That's five hits in the inning for Milwaukee. They end up loading the bases there. They needed one more man on to get the tying run to the play, but it didn't happen. There's your final 8-3, 414-799-1250. Uh, we'll get in a couple of calls here before the break here. You can talk Bucks basketball if you want uh, as their season comes to a close. 103-94 loss to the Heat uh, or the Brewers lost 8-3. And there's been worse uh, Wisconsin sports days than this. But this is a tough one. It, it really is. Brewers have hit their low water mark of the season four under. Bucks obviously, season's just gone. Uh, Todd, we'll start out with you. Todd, you're on the fan. What's up? Hi, Timmy. Uh, boy, I had a, a little bit of a flashback listening to uh, to you and, and and Sparky. You know, I, I follow the Bucks a little bit. Um, I, I, you know, I guess uh, as, as the season kind of rolled on, you get a little bit more uh, invested in it. But I, uh, I was listening to you guys talk, and uh, uh, I hadn't heard uh, – you said something that I haven't heard you say in probably – Oh boy, maybe like uh, sixteen or seventeen. You said, um, uh, this, "I'm not picking on you or nothing like that." But it, it was. Uh, you said the last time I heard you say this was, you know, kind of let's let's bring everybody back. And I remember that was one of the questions you poised with, uh, you know, all of us franchise fanatics back when uh, we missed the playoffs by like a game or whatever it was when uh, uh, you know. When Forzak was there and uh, Neil Walker and Brock was in the outfield at the same time. Was that 17? Yeah. Yeah, I think it was, was it 17. Yeah. Because well, they, yeah, they ended up a game back and it was all the way. They got eliminated in game 161 that year. Right, against the Cardinals. And I, yes. I remember, I, was, yes. I, I, I remember so vividly, I was sitting outside drinking beer and kind of sulking and. Uh, and you pose the, pose the question, it's like, you know, boy, would you want everybody back? And, and we were all, I was like, yeah, of course. Why not? This is the best we've been in a long time. But then the next year, uh, they went out and they got uh, uh, they got Lorenzo Keane and, yeah, uh, yeah. and our MVP. So um, I guess, you know, maybe, uh, you know, I don't think they're, do- hopefully they won't do change for change's sake, but uh, change yeah. for. Uh, yeah, and you're uh, talking about the Bucks, right? Yes, exactly. You, right. Using that analogy for the for the box, yeah. Right, right. And then the last time I had heard you say that was uh, <laughs> was that year when uh, we were struggling and we came back and it's sure. yeah, boy, I'd like to see everybody back, you know. But yeah. it's not much of uh, any comment on tonight's game, but it was just kind of a little retrospect. Okay, very, very good, Todd. Thanks, thanks for that. Yeah, you know what? It, it does uh, talking with Sparky on the air. It uh, Man, we, we had many years on the air together. Many, 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 many years. A lot of fun. A lot of, hey, things change. I mean, you guys know that. Personnel changes. Uh, things change. Uh, 799-1250. Lorenzo, uh, speaking of Lorenzo Kane, you are on the fan. What's happening? Hey, what's up, man? I was just calling, uh, talking about 
Giannis, I think I think he needs some more help, man. I think he need another MVP over there to help him out, man. I don't think that they're gonna be able to win if he don't get no help. Because but how did they do it the last two years in the regular season, doing what they were doing? That's that's only my point. Yeah, I just think they need some more help, man. I think they're going to wear him out. He can't just keep on just just trying to do it by himself because he, Middleton ain't the guy. I don't think he's a – I just think he just – he may have his, you know, his, his, his games where he may put up 30 points, but he don't do it consistently. Yeah, yeah. Well, it must be nice to have a Paul George with you. Must be nice to have an Anthony Davis with you. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. If they just had another a guy that you know, like if he go on the bench, they got another guy that could just take over. You know, sort of like a Kobe and Shaq. You know, when Shaq go out, Kobe come in. You know, it's like he ain't got to worry about it. <laughs> yep. All right, Lorenzo. Hey, man, have a good night. Thanks for checking right, in. Appreciate it. All right, seven nine nine twelve fifty. There may be change. I don't know. I'm just going on the success. I, clearly, guys, this Bucks basketball team was bitten by the shutdown. They were rolling, rolling, rolling. They had their things going. Didn't did they not? It was all smiles. It was feeling good. They were playing loose. They were playing tough on D. Um, I don't know if I'd mess with it too much. Of course, everybody would want the one-two punch and the two superstars. Now, we can debate all day long whether or not Middleton is that guy, but of course, everybody would want that. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I I. I Definitely don't think they should change their coach. That's the one part. You might want to change personnel, and I will agree with Sparky on this one. If you do, you need to check with Giannis. Behind the scenes, don't let anybody know about that conversation. Just check with him. It's going to feel because it's a tipping point for Giannis and this Bucks organization. It is. What they do from here will determine a lot. All right, we'll get in a break here. Uh, we'll come back. You can uh, jump in if you want to talk Bucks 799-1250, or Brewers. Brewers lost 8-3. They've reached their uh, low watermark again. Third time this year they've been four games under 500. Right now sitting at 18-22. and 22. 18 days left of the 2020 championship season for the crew. 20 games in 18 days. That's what we're dealing with. And the Brewers... <laughs> Believe it or not, for as bad as that offense is, and I hate saying that, they're in a playoff chase. They are. We'll explain more after the break here. Tim Allen, Sam Schmitz is here as well. It's the Baby Shade and Blind Post Game Show. Brewers fall 8 3, Bucks fall 103 94. Their season is done, and we are back on the fan. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. It's time for the Gene Wagner Plumbing Are You Kidding Me? moment of the game on the fan. Gene Wagner Plumbing, celebrating over 50 years in business. For any residential, commercial, or industrial plumbing needs, go to GeneWagnerPlumbing.com. Yeah, I think it's an Are You Kidding Me? night, isn't it? In the city of Milwaukee, as the Bucks fall, their season is over, and the Brewers, uh, at, at, the, at about the time that the Bucks game ended... And the Bucks season ended. The Brewers were losing eight to nothing. <laughs> I 
Are you kidding me? It, it doesn't get much worse than that. I, I, I guess... I guess now you can decompress uh, from the strange situation that the inte- now now that you look at it, when you really take a, a step back, and and maybe since the Bucks are out, we we can look at it a little more objectively. Uh, it's a weird thing that they that the NBA did. I mean, I I thought it was cool that they they recouped and recovered and and got a season in. Don't get me wrong. Uh, sports uh, should be back, uh, but this is just a weird situation. And now we can decompress and say, you know what? In terms of the Bucks' perspective, and maybe I'll get that way with the Brewers' perspective too. In a funky year, crazy things, we can take a step back and say, get rid of this. So the Bucks' season, just get rid of it. This entire situation, they, I, I. I look back at, um, you know, that infamous day back back in March, and Rudy Gobert, information came out that he had it, and now, you know, it was like the dominoes started to fall. You think back of where you were then. We're all into sports here. We, we all understand that. By virtue of the fact that you're listening right now, you're knee-deep in sports. You Go back to the, whatever it was, the 5th or 6th of, of March, I'm sitting there in Arizona at spring training. The Bucks are absolutely just amazing. And then just it just everything the 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 world just turned. Everything just spun. And now you it's actually I know we won a championship in Milwaukee here for either the the Bucks or the Brewers. We I get that. But since it's now done and it's been, you know, an hour or two since the Bucks season is over, it's almost like you say, boy, that was weird. Can we just move on? Isn't it like that? And I may get that with the Brewers, but right now they're still in play. So I think we, I think we, we still have something to hang our hat on uh, with Milwaukee sports of the big three, football, basketball, and baseball. But maybe it is almost relieving that, you know, this is, this is now done and over. And maybe that'll come for you guys. I know the hardcore Bucks fan is is just super pissed. I and I, I can relate. I'm I'm that way with with this Brewers baseball team. But maybe in a day or two or a week or two, you take a little break. I know there's a break that I will take on a Brewer season. Um, it will be a few days when the Brewers are eliminated for me to even look at anything objectively. And I certainly don't want to watch other teams play in the playoffs when my team was just bumped out. After a few days, it 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 uh, it changes a little bit, and then you say, "Okay, it's done. Let's what what's done is done." Uh, I don't know. I just feel that the Milwaukee Bucks maybe maybe some fans can just just step back and say, "Wipe this thing away, wipe it all away." Who would have thought the Miami Heat was going to oust the Bucks? There ain't nobody that would have thought that back in January, February. The Bucs were going to go to the NBA championship series. I thought. Now, I didn't know whether they were going to win it. I just lost a bunch of money tonight, too, Sammy. You are aware of that, right? I do remember that, unfortunately. I am profiting today. You are profiting, and and yeah, no, Sam. Sam's been really on this stuff. I uh, my last couple of trips to Vegas, just you know, you get drunk and 
you just win a little bit bit of money and you just dip over to the sports book and you buy another bucks to win it all ticket this was this was way back when this was back in like october or november of last year and then again uh, over super bowl weekend in early february and just threw a little extra money you get drunk and like i said you just it stacked up to a couple hundred bucks for the bucks to uh, win it all well there went that so I mean, we'll heal up a little bit with this with this Bucks team, but the Brewers still in play. Twenty games remaining, eighteen days left, and now we're really looking at these games being magnified. Um, I don't know if you caught on the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on deck show. I was talking about the playoff matchups. Had the playoffs started today, it would be would have been uh, Dodgers and Marlins. Uh, and will that happen in baseball that, uh, you know, a lower-seeded team will just oust a, a, a strong, a very strong team like happened today with the Bucks? It might happen. Uh, let's get to uh, to Craig Council. But that, those are your two are-you-kidding-me moments. It was 8-zip in a Brewer game as the Bucks were being eliminated <laughs> from their season. Um, there's been worse days, but this is a tough one for sure. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. Craig Council next here on The Fan. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. Let's get the scoop from the skipper on today's game on The Fan. Craig, was this sort of a similar night for Adrian in that it was contact, but not a lot of loud contact, but just enough to get him with a couple of walks mixed in? Um, I thought Adrian was, was pretty crisp, really, early in the game. I thought he was, was excellent. Um, made pitches. Um, you know, the first run scored on a – I thought he executed his pitch. and give the hitter credit on that one. He threw an up and in fastball, and the guy got to it. Um, but he put it where he wanted it. Um, yeah, and then in the fifth, you know, the walks were kind of the undoing, um, unfortunately. And, you know, we had a chance to get out of it with just one run. And, you know, the walks Cabrera. And, and then, obviously, when Brent came in at, um, you know, a couple of base sets. But, um, yeah, I mean, he, he, you know, through four innings, I thought he, I thought he pitched really, really well. Um, and, you know, some, some mistakes in the fifth ended up costing him. And then we couldn't close the inning out. Is that a hard also? Is that also a hard inning to figure out, Craig? Because it wasn't a lot of hard contact in that inning. Well, yeah. I mean, I. It, I mean that that's going to happen, um, and that's something that um, you know I think. Um, you know that, that's that's part of baseball. They 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 put some good swings on ball, but I, when they were line drives, so I wouldn't say they were like you know ground ball that got through or something like that. They, I thought they were you know a nice nice piece of hitting by Romine, nice piece of hitting by Reyes. Um, so they, they put some good swings on baseballs. Um, you know they did their job against them. Craig, in that uh, inning, um, I think it was Paradis hit that grounder to uh, Urias. Um, did he just lose hold of the ball, or look like he might have an extra double play? He looked a second. Yeah, I, I don't think he had a good grip on the baseball um, at that moment. Yeah, that he kind of double clutched, and then he because I don't, I don't think he had a grip on the ball exactly. Offensively tonight, the the double plays there, and I think the third, fourth, and fifth 
kind of uh, kind of wiped out every opportunity you guys had, huh? Lead, I think we had leadoff hitter on in four out of the first five innings. Um, and then, you know, really, and I think we had a man on second with, with nobody out in and, and two, two of those innings. So, yeah, we, we created some chances, but the double plays and the cost ceiling, you know, wiped us out of those innings. So every, every inning we had a chance, um, you know, multiple outs with a swing of the bat or, or, or a cost ceiling kind of end of the inning. Craig, Craig, just in general, where do you think Adrian is now? Um, you know, he started the season with two great games. Tonight he was really good for most of his start and then just couldn't get the, you know, the third out. Where do, you, where do you think he stands overall? Is he spinning his wheels a little bit, doing okay, not doing okay? Well, I think, you know, this tonight was a start where, you know, in my eyes – you know, you have a you have a hitter to get the last out of the inning. You know, he had he had Miguel Cabrera, and it's you know it's Miguel Cabrera, but it's you know we got to get the last out of the inning right there, and um, and then it's a chance to have a good outing. Um, and and you know we had, we had a four pitch walk, unfortunately. So that's I think you know kind of the next step for Adrian is that's a big out in the game, and you're going to have big outs in the game, and we got to get that big out in the game. And, and that's, you know, you know, you're going to have very few starts where it just runs clean the whole start. Um, at some point, um, as you know, you're going to have to get the big out in the game and make the big pitch to, to, into a good hitter. Um, and, um, you know, there, there's always going to be stuff that happens around it, but it kind of, that was the spot to me. We, we, we had a chance. To get to the to the to the sixth, to down to nothing, and and it's a ball game, and we got to do you know there's other things that can happen in the game, but just specifically for Adrian, I thought it was a, you know you had a chance to get out of that inning. How encouraged were you, Craig, with Corey Knable's first game back? Yeah, I, mean, I thought I mean I thought Corey threw the ball well. I mean it was it was quick. I mean he threw strikes, but um, you know he felt good and, and got good results. Anything else, guys? Craig, we, we've talked about how uh, two or three game winning streaks and two or three game losing streaks in this season, you know, stand out. And I mean, it, it makes tomorrow kind of important, doesn't it, when you lost three in a row? Because everything seems so magnified right now. I mean, we're in we're in September and we're we're chasing. So I think we, you know we can say that the rest of the way. But these are important games. Um, we we've you know, you lose a game and you decrease your margin for error. And, and that's, that's where it sits. So, um, you know, tomorrow's not the last game of the season, but, um, you know, we, we, it's, it's a big game. Yeah. It's the Bayview shade and blind post game show. It's time to dive into the box score for today's game on the fan brought to you by the laborers international union, local one thirteen. feel the power on the web at liuna113.org. Yeah, he's right there. Tomorrow is a big game, and that is a noon start central time. So uh, I'll jump in with the boys on the Wendy's Big Show. So uh, tune in for that, hopefully talking about a Brewer's victory. They've reached their low watermark again, four games under for the third time this season. 
And their their offense is is something to behold. It's almost entertaining to me in a strange, weird, comical way. I don't just I don't know what happens to Brewer hitters when runners are on base. I don't know what happens to Brewer hitters when the table is set and and you want to keep the line moving. I don't know what goes on in their mind. I don't know what goes on physically. All I know is the result. And that's not there. And it hasn't been there. Uh, by the way, it's there for Brock Holt. Uh, Sam, you want to give the good news on Brock Holt? <laughs> you might have to help me out because I texted you uh, this yeah. probably during the first or second inning of the game. But 11 hits in his last five games. He is just sometimes all it takes is a change of scenery for players. Yep. Yeah, and we're seeing that a little bit with Daniel Vogelbach here with the Brewers. So I will say it does does go the other way too. All right, let's check out the numbers going inside the box here in tonight's ball game. Uh, ben Gamble leading off again goes one for five. Keston Hira goes one for four with a run scored. Christian Yelich two for two with a walk. Okay. Jed Jerko two for four with a run scored. One RBI. Dan Vogelbach goes one for four with a run scored. Abasail Garcia, one for three with an RBI and a walk. Orlando Arcia goes 0 for four. Omar Narvaez, one for three with an RBI and a walk. Luis Urias, one for three with a walk. And Tyrone Taylor had an at-bat as well. He went uh, 0 for one. Pitching lines tonight. Adrian Hauser, four and two-thirds, five earnings on four hits, two walks, and six strikeouts. He did uh, hit a man as well. 548 earned run average for Adrian Hauser. Earlier this season, uh, we t- we talked a little bit about Adrian Hauser and saying, well, what does he have to do to 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 say get his um, diploma, if you will, to to be a a really good starting pitcher in the big leagues? And and Craig Council put it right here, as we just heard a couple of minutes ago. He's going to be challenged in a game. You got to get through the, that challenge or two. And, you know, these guys, Woody's the same way. Brandon Woodruff has been the same thing. You know, they'll be cruising along, and the really the first big situation that they run into, that's when the hell breaks loose. And we saw it tonight again in the fifth inning. Normally it's the fifth for Woody. It was the fifth the other day for Brett Anderson. <laughs> it's been all the way through. They're all five, the fifth inning for Josh Lindblom. But... That's the final step here of these young arms, and we're seeing that we have to go through this this growing pain, if you will. Now, I will say I'm more pained by this offense than I am the pitching staff, because I see light at the end of the tunnel with this with this pitching staff. With the offense, I don't know what's going to help cure that. I think I think just again maybe going going by the way of the Milwaukee Bucks and just just get rid of this season and then just start fresh that may, that may be the best cure for this offense uh in my estimation Brent Suter tonight goes one third allows three hits and an earned run uh no walks with one strikeout JP Fireisen was good early but then one and a third two runs on one hit one walk and a couple of strikeouts. Drew Rasmussen, nice two-thirds of an inning. No runs, no hits, uh, no walks, and a strikeout. Corey Knavel, nice. One inning clean. The Tigers, they get eight runs on uh, eight hits, no errors. The Brewers just three runs on ten hits without an error. The win goes to Turnbull. He's uh, four and two. The loss to Hauser, 
one and four with a five forty eight through eight starts in the campaign. Hmm. Going in the wrong direction, Adrian. Going in the wrong direction, that's for sure. But twenty games remain as the Brewers with the loss, eighteen and twenty two, and uh, twenty games. In a season like this, you can do a lot of damage. I don't know what type of winning streak is is in the Brewers right now. Um, I, I don't know, but it wouldn't take much of one to be in a driver's seat for a playoff position. And then after that, heck, who knows? Let's have some fun. We'll be uh, enjoying some Packers football starting this uh, Sunday. Green and Gold postgame show immediately follows that game with uh, Bill and Gary. But, I mean, we'll have that to to, to tour us a little bit, but maybe the Brewers can give us a little pick-me-up here. Just be in it with the 10 games remaining. They've got uh, nine head-to-head against the Cardinals. And keep in mind, those unfamiliar with this new playoff format, the first two, first and second place in any division, is going to head to the postseason. And they're right there with the Cardinals, especially the fact, and maybe the biggest reason of which, they have nine head-to-head meetings with the St. Louis Cardinals starting this Monday. Now they've got one game left against Detroit tomorrow, an off day Thursday, three against the Chicago Cubs. Maybe you do some damage, get tuned up for the St. Louis Cardinals. Those eight games right there, huge, huge, huge. All right, let's get to uh, Adrian Hauser after the break here, our spark of the game. I'm going with Corey Knable. He got it done. I like that. They're going to need him. And I know he's not been good this year. But they're going to need him either at the tail end of this year to start putting things together or next year. Spark of the game with Current Electric, your electrician superheroes at callcurrent.com. We'll take a break. Be back. Hear from Hauser next on the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show here on The Fan. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. It's time to go inside the clubhouse to hear what the players are saying after today's game on The Fan. It's brought to you by Windows Select. Right now, buy one and get one free. Plus, no payments until 2021. Call Windows Select today at 262-703-3500. Yeah, it, a tough loss uh, tonight, and they're all tough. Craig Council did say that, that, hey, these, these things are big now, and it's a big game tomorrow. So it's nice that he's identifying that, and it's, it's rare, but, hey, that's the situation they're in. You know, pandemic playoff baseball is coming up, and, and the Brewers are in this chase here. And for a number of reasons, you know, the, the, the field has expanded a little bit. As you guys know, it's, it's, it's eight and uh, the first two in each division get in. Then the next two best records in all of the National League combined, uh, they get in as well. So there, there's still some damage to be done, guys. I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't necessarily pull the plug on this team getting in as, as bad as they've looked. And I think that's a fair statement. The offense has looked bad. Now, are they a bad offense? Well, they've certainly looked like a bad offense for 40 games. Well, what a difference a day could make. And you get a victory tomorrow, you get the off day, come back home, and this, you know, you just got to keep plugging away here, uh, keep grinding away at this thing. And you know, maybe you will get a little bit of a streak going. And, and the timing is set up. I will say this that the timing is set up right. You're playing the teams right in front of you. 
you could tighten this whole thing up by getting on a roll here. Uh, you're you're going to be back at home on Friday, but still some damage to do tomorrow. Corbin Burns is on the hill for the crew in game two of this two-game set. But let's uh, let's get a couple of comments in here from Adrian Hauser, who, again, as I said, is headed in the wrong direction. Now 1-4 on the season through eight starts in a 548 earned run average. Here's Hauser after the game. Adrian, what kind of change there in the uh, the fifth compared to what you were doing the first couple of innings? Uh, not really sure. I haven't really looked back on it and thought about it a whole lot. You know, they put some good swings on some good pitches there and, you know, tough luck on the changeup that they hit to get the runs across. But, uh, you know, I felt like it was overall it wasn't too bad. Adrian, if you had to point to one key plate appearance there, is it the leadoff walk? Is it that, that low away changeup? Is it the Cabrera walk? Uh, you know, where do you think that – what was the turning point of that inning in your view? Uh, I mean, obviously you don't want to lead off walk to start off an inning and stuff like that. But, you know, I think the the, the changeup hit, I think that's really where the inning turned. Because, you know, I – Got the pop up and got one out. All we need to get his ground ball there and get a double play. But you know, I put a good swing on a good pitch. Nothing new about that one. Adrian, prior to that, in those first two innings, did you feel you had as good as stuff as you've had this year? You were kind of cruising through those early innings. Yeah, you know, it felt really good coming out those first couple innings. Felt good pretty much all night. You know, just. Like I said, they put some good swings on some good pitches, and you know, nothing you can really do about that. Have you have you found a pattern, Adrian, of what what's gone on in the last couple of starts? Uh, no, I no, not really. You know, been working on some things here and there. The last few starts, trying to get some things figured out, and had everything you know working how we wanted to, and all that kind of stuff. But uh, you know. Just Craig uh, pointed to the walk to uh, Cabrera. Um, it's kind, you know, you, obviously he took you out after that, but um, especially a four-pitch walk, did you uh, just not – what was the pat with him? Uh, you know, I, I was trying to go after him. I wanted to get him, you know, hit him, get him to hit a ground ball and, you know, get out of the inning like that. But, you know, did, just wasn't able to finish through all my pitches and, you know, just missed his own on a couple and – was down low and didn't really execute like I wanted to. Anything else, guys? Adrian, do you, we're, at, we're at the 40-game mark now, so two-thirds of the season, 20 to go. Team's kind of scuffling right now. What, what do you make of your chances of getting this thing going? Uh, you know, it's, it's a crazy year. It's a crazy season, so anything can happen, you know. You know, we've been hot in September the last few years, so, you know, that could happen again here. You know, it just takes one game for us to get going, and, you know, that, that can happen. It, one more, Adrian, if you don't mind. That, on that uh, that ground ball to uh, Urias, did he say anything to you about whether he just didn't grip it? We were trying to figure out what happened on that play, and I'm wondering if he said anything to you about it. No, no, I haven't, I haven't talked about that yet. not sure what really happened there. Yeah, there's Adrian Hauser after the Brewers' 8-3 loss in Game 1 of this two-game set against the Tigers. So they, they keep fixating on the, you know, the, the potential double play ball in that fifth inning, which would have gotten Hauser out of the inning, and maybe things go a little different direction here. But 
I th I'm not, and Council alluded to that maybe lost the handle a little bit. I think maybe the base runner there uh, had impeded his, his sight line. And I think that's what happened. And it just kind of made him like, whoa, may well, maybe I shouldn't type of thing. I'd take his head off. That's what I'd do. I would fire a seed to second base. And he's going to have to get out of the way. I mean, that's the way I'd have handled it. But all right, so be it. Brewers fall 8 3, the final. Who else did what in the major leagues? We'll check the scoreboard up next with Sam Schmitz. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show here on The Fan. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show, and it's time to check the major league scoreboard on The Fan. All right, so we know what happened here. 8-3, the Brewers fall. They were down 8-zip in this game. They were one more base runner from getting the tying run to the plate. I've, you know what? I thought something special could have happened had they gotten that, that uh, base runner on. Ben Gamble ended up popping out a uh, foul pop-up to end the ball game, but three were in, bases were loaded. When you look at it that way, they did give him a finish. And and I will say the bonus would be this is getting a little deep into into baseball, but you, you made them uh those Tigers uh, bullpen arms work a little bit in the back end there. Might come in handy tomorrow. Corbin Burns on the hill for the crew as uh they try to earn a split in this series. Even with a win, guys are gonna go two and three on the five game road trip to Cleveland and Detroit. And obviously with a loss, one and four, man, five games under 500, still in it. But again, um, you're going to have to get on a little bit of a run here. And I don't know what that little bit, I don't know what that is defined as. A little bit of a run, Sam, could be like three in a row, right? Yeah, I, was I was actually talking to Ryan yesterday, filling in for Bart about this, because we looked it up. Their longest win streak in the year is just that three-game stretch. Three. And yeah. man, if you can get a four-game win streak... Or even like six or five, I mean, that you're talking it. about yeah, you're you're right back probably into second place, if not you know one or two game out from uh, first place against the Cubs. That's all it takes, guys. There's 20 games to get this thing done. They're just gonna have to hit better. They hit better, and and it it's gonna cure a lot of this stuff. It will. It'll put them in better positions, not only uh, you know with the, with their starting pitchers to pitch a little bit more free. But it will put them in a position to utilize the back end of that bullpen and lock some of these things in. So they just got to hit. They got to hit. All right, let's check uh, what's going on around MLB. All right, kind of all over the place today. We'll start in St. Louis. We had a doubleheader slash two-game series today between the Twins and Cardinals. Minnesota Twins took game one against the Cardinals. 7-3 to was the final. Nelson Cruz getting it done still. At age 40, hits his 14th home run of the season on a solo shot. Josh Donaldson also knocked in three runs in game one. Had a two-run home run as well. Jose Barrios got the win. He's now 4-3. and three. Carlos Martinez got the loss. He's now 0-2. The Cardinals did split the doubleheader, however, by winning Game 2 against the Twins. Final score is 6-4 in Game 2. Genesis Cabrera gets the win and is now 3-1. and one. Randy Dobnik earns the loss and is now 6-3. and three. Giovanni Gallegos. See how he's coming back down to us, Sam? Oh, yeah. Everybody. Dobnik. Dobnik, Chatwood, all these guys that dominated the Brewers yeah. early in the season. So yeah. Gallegos earns his fourth save of the season. The Cardinals get the day off tomorrow and will take on the Tigers on Thursday. In Pittsburgh, the Pirates take down the White Sox tonight, 5-4. to four. We had a tied game going to the ninth inning. Once again, the Pirates going all small ball offensively. 
Kevin Newman walks it off on a fielder's choice and an error by none other than Yasmani Grandal. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. Oh, gee, shot. That's yeah. a stunner. Yeah. But okay. I will say this in his defense, he hit his sixth home run of the season, and Yaz is now batting 257 this season for the White Sox. We take that. Yeah. Absolutely. Richard Rodriguez picks up the win in that game. He is now 2-2 two and two for the Pirates. Both teams will wrap up this two-game series against the White Sox and Pirates tomorrow. In Chicago, the Cubs beat the Reds tonight 3 to nothing. In game one of this three-game series, David Bodie knocks in two runs for the Cubs. Alex Mills gets the win for the Cubs. He is now 4-3. and three. Tyler Malley is charged with the loss. He is now 1-2 and two for the Reds. Jeremy Jeffers earns his sixth save of the season. He has an ERA still, Tim, of 1.06. He hasn't blown up yet. We're two-thirds of the season through, man. I don't know what it is with him, but he fell apart in Milwaukee, and he goes to Chicago and steps up. I think it's legit for Jeffers this year, but if he's not going to blow up in the regular season, maybe it's the postseason. There you go. Yeah, what a way to go. So after all that, the Brewers now sit in third place at 18-22, and five and a half games behind the Mm -hmm. Chicago Cubs in the NL Central. They can tighten that up, guys, uh, once uh, Friday starts, and that is a three-game set against the Cubs at Miller Park, although the Brewers have not shown that they can play really good you know, at Miller Park, let alone anywhere else, at least offensively. We'll see if things turn a little bit as uh, as the Brewers do have a game to finish up in Detroit. Corbin Burns, don't pick tomorrow, buddy. You're having an amazing season. How about this? A Brewers offense pick tomorrow to have one of those seven or eight run outbursts, which are extremely rare this year. They had a 12-run attack. Uh, they did have a couple of eights, and that's about all I can remember for a big number. Can you remember it? They had a nine. Yeah, they did have a nine, a 12, and two eights. Outside of that, that's four games in which their offense busted out. Uh, we'll see if it happens tomorrow. Noon start after the last pitch. You make the switch. I'll jump in to the Wendy's Big Show. I know they'll be talking about uh, you know, really decompressing on the Milwaukee Bucks campaign, which which ended today. Um, 103-94 loss here in Game 5, and uh, I'll have to look toward next year. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t